How do you uh, how do you guys feel about having bailed out on that last episode? I the stand by Scooby Doo special. I stand by mm. Omar. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. You feel good about? I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to jump on traffic <laughs> heading home. I know. Uh, it was good. I, I feel like um, the reception I, I, was I, good with Scooby Doo. You know. This yeah, is gonna, this is a I, Halloween episode, so kind of the Scooby Doo on the last on episode fifteen was kind of leading us into this one, which is all Halloween content. Yeah, what's the matter with you? It's pretty good. <laughs> Let's, Omar, this, I'm agreeing with you. It's pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty bad. What do you want from me? You should feel bad. Why? Because you, you know how many hours went into making that Scooby Doo special? Too many hours? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't get the you just don't get the whole radio play thing. You know, yeah, you don't like I the pacing. The, you didn't I like think the, the listeners don't get the whole radio play thing. Like it's, it's I think it. you're wrong. I think. Did you see how many emails that we got asking where they could download the whole thing? Yeah, yeah only because like Omar's fast forward or something. We got five. <laughs> and only because Omar's right, fast forward. You got five. I got five. a million. Wow. A mil- yeah, that's, a million that's, that's at least. Tons. I don't think yeah. your inbox can hold a million. Yeah, well, so. maybe not, but I got a lot. <laughs> I got a lot. Uh, let's let's just start the show. It's Halloweeny time. Hold on. Why what are you checking your e- What are oh, you man, doing? I turn this on, huh? <laughs> what, you're asleep at the wheel over here. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. You got your DJ Omar Khan over there on his. You're on your phone checking email. Yeah, Lightning, I'm the one talking. I have to. I leave my car with my babysitter, which is my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. and she just texted me. She's on the way to pick up the kids, but I forgot to gas up the car. So she's complaining that the gas, the car's she's out of gas. Complaining. She's just asking if I should get. If she, she's so nice. She's offering to get gas for oh. me, and I'm like the big asshole who didn't gas it up. So. Yeah. You. Yeah, I'm so a, I'm reply, a yeah, she should get gas if she yeah. has a chance. Yeah, if she yeah. needs it. And then put the fart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was saying that uh, Dave the King Mexico is in here as well. That's the, the three of us, and we're bringing you the B-Team podcast. It's a behind-the-scenes look at the Kevin and Bean and show. The and the B-Team like- today stands for Boo-Team, <laughs> because it's our special Halloween episode, right, guys? Don't mock me. Come on, guys. How long did you The Boo, take- I just saw the B, this B right here. I was like, hey, the, well, Boo starts with B, so... A special Halloween episode. You are on crack today. Is it? Is it? The, is it? The, is that? Are you drinking a monster? What's going on over there? I am very tired, guys. I had another Sunday wedding, oh. and on top of that, I have a cold. So, what? Ha- what happened? You're was, medicated with a monster. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I on purpose. I had a big giant wedding, uh, a Jewish wedding on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it was a seven hour gig and two different seven hours. Seven hours. Oh, did you yeah. did you have the mitzvah bros out there? <laughs> no, 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 not the mitzvah bros. Oh, it's uh, not a bar, it's not a bar mitzvah. It, it's a uh, wedding. Yeah, just a Jewish wedding. I know, man, but the mitzvah bros can do anything. That's that Jewish. Is, that is true. <laughs> uh, but so I I felt kind of like I was getting sick towards the end of the week, mm-hmm. and I had some things planned on Saturday, and you know I was like you know what, I have this big thing on, on Saturday. I'm going to rest up and I'm going to cancel all my plans. And glad I'm glad I did because it was a lot of work. Tremendous wedding. The bride and groom, Jewish people come out to party. It was, yeah. a, it was a Sunday and it was, it was like... They, it's on they, and cracking. It, it was on and cracking. It was so much fun. Uh, and so 
the bride and groom, they were they were more they they had a traditional ceremony. I I, I you know I, I uh, did um, the sound setup for the ceremony, played all the music. But this will tell you a little bit about the bride and groom. Is that the uh, people walking down the aisle were walking down to. Um, uh, Major Laser. They were walking down <laughs> Whoa, to. Really? Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Lean the, on or? Uh, yeah. No, no. It was lighted up. They used really? lighted up. Oh yeah. Really? They, I mean, they, they were such a fun, fun, fun couple. So it's not cherry pie by warrant. No, not not that. <laughs> okay. But it's not your like typical like Jewish wedding, I would imagine, right? Wow. But they but so so they walked down to this to this awesome great music and also, you know, some Beatles and some classics. But then and then they go into the ceremony and the ceremony was probably maybe twenty, twenty five minutes long and it was uh definitely more of a traditional uh Jewish wedding, I would imagine, where they would sing songs and things of that nature. And they got married and I, I was really kinda worried because the Brian Groom gave me music, Persian music, and you know stuff that I wasn't familiar with. They're all like, "Here, these are hits." Um, they gave me maybe twenty to thirty songs, and they tell me, "I don't know how much you're going to be playing with, but we want to supply you with these just in case, right?" So um, when it comes down to party time, I hit them with I forget what song, and it kind of works. And, and then I was like listening to the music they gave me, and it was like a slam dunk, you know, with the older people. So, <laughs> really? Oh yeah. So so my first set was like playing all kinds of music that I was so unfamiliar with, <laughs> and I, like people were like dancing, but then they were like looking at me like, yeah, yeah, like, you are awesome. And I had no idea what I was playing. <laughs> a bunch of like Persian music and Iranian music. I had no idea. Were they dropping F-bombs in different languages? Who knows? But maybe. <laughs> but it was super fun. It was super fun. That's awesome. Just a long, long day. and Seven hours. Seven hours, man. <sighs> and then- What time I, did it start? It started at three, uh, three to 10, so I think. So it's, it's three to like 10. the afternoon to the evening, oh, yeah. to the night Yep, yep. And then, um, so I, I had uh, uh, three different setups. I set up for the ceremony, cocktail hour, the main reception, ran, ran a bunch of wires. So it was a long day for me because- it's seven hours just for the time that I'm charging them. You know, I have to get there an hour and a half before. All that another, setup. Yeah, yeah. and then breakdown. A, an hour breakdown. So then on Monday, I just fuel up on coffee and everything, get to work. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm thinking, oh, no no, no problem. But it hit you Tuesday and Wednesday. Mo- Monday evening, man. Yeah. I just I just crashed and burned, started feeling all phlegmy and sick, and, and then I couldn't sleep right. And it, yeah, it was, it, was, it was balls, man. It was yeah. balls. And now I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over it. You're, you're hanging over. on by a thread yeah, over here. I can see. It's so hot, and then this heat sucks, man. I mean, I hate to be that guy talking about oh, goddamn weather, but goddamn weather. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, it's just very uncomfortable. Wow. At least you live by the beach and not where it's hot. You oh, wait, what? Rancho Cuca Frickamonga. Oh, my God. It's a billion degrees out there, so it's so bad times, but um, yeah, that's why I'm uh, a little nasally today. You're hanging in there. Yeah. But Should we start out our Halloween episode with some... Uh, you we'll mean be- the Boo Team episode? <laughs> the Boo Team. <laughs> the Boo Team. I wanted yeah, to get wanna... in some uh, some generic email before we dive in with uh, dive into our Halloween that's content. That's not nice, dude. Right. These people matter. It's not generic. You're right. It's not generic. That's, a, that's, that's weak sauce. You're right. That's or an insult. It could be the Hollow B Team episode. That, that's it. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Right, it's the Hollow B Team yeah. episode. Oh! <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Many different baby, things. Baby, we're not talking fart box. Baby, baby, we're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. Mm. Okay, this one from Joseph. And Dave, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Where did, he writes, where did Popo's Out come from? 
<laughs> exactly. I know it's not Popo's out. I'm saying I'm I'm reading it verbatim so you can correct him. Uh, it's Popo Zao, and it comes from a Kevin Federline song. All right, so Kevin Federline, who obviously used to be uh, married to Britney Spears, he was she was he was her backup dancer. Decided he wanted to be a rapper, and that was his first single and only single. And uh, the guys, of course, you know, just like we do with Jaden Smith and stuff, uh, tore it apart and took Popo's out as a way to say goodbye. Right. So anytime it was a salutation. Would, yeah, anytime someone would like hang up the phone and be like, Popo's out. All right, Popo's out. Do we know what it means or what it meant? Like what 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 uh, was it? Like why was Kevin know, I Federline? Did back I in the know. day when we did it, but it's it's, it's like uh, I think maybe that's why it means goodbye or something. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But also uh, do yourself a favor, go YouTube Kevin Federline Popo's out. P O P O Z A O. And there's a video of him just like jamming out to his own song. It's stupid. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. So there you go, that's Joseph. Where it comes from. Oh, that's by the way, what, yeah. when I was uh, looking for this clip of Popo's out, our Kevin Featherline, uh, done by Cycle Mike, has so many. We got to start featuring uh, Kevin Featherline track of the week, too. Oh, do we have he, that many? Dude, he must have recorded at least 40. At least for it. Excuse yeah. me? Right. Uh, Popo Zao is big ass in Portuguese. Oh, there oh. you go. That makes sense. So, okay. He's thinking about big asses. Yeah. Stupid ass. I hate, I hate that guy. I want to go punch him in the face again. What is Kevin Federline doing today? Like, with uh, his he's life? being a dad. You know, just he's, being a dad? Just being a dad. He's being know. a responsible he's one. He's being a responsible Is he dad. just yeah. leeching off uh, Britney's money? Uh, no, I, I don't know. Oh, man. no. If he's know? actually raising the kids, he's, you know. Yeah, he's, uh, no, she she has the kids. Oh, she does? Yeah, she has them. Oh, so he's a m- jamook? Or what did Kevin say today? A jamook? A jamook. He's a jamook. Kevin, out of nowhere, said the word jamook today. Yeah, I mean, we he remarried. Oh, he uh, did? Yeah, and, and I think, oh, man. I don't know why I know so much about Federline, but I think he remarried like a, a softball or volleyball player or something like that. Uh. So I, he's living his own life now. Popozel, Popozel, Federline, Kevin Federline. But yeah, we need. I need to dig up. I remember. Yeah, there was a stack about CDs like that. Mike, Mike kept all the all the songs that he did. That's a foot tall right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah, CDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Omar was. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> was motioning how high, the, how high <laughs> the stack of CDs It was a stack of about 40 CDs. Yeah. And yeah, There's we just have to one dig- we can't play, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> There's a lot we probably can't yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. Mike was vile in those days. It was Super great. good. But yeah, we're going to have to start featuring uh, Kevin Federleazy track of the week. Chris writes, loving the B-Team podcast, but what is the deal between Jim Rome and Dave the King of Mexico? Why all the hate from Jim? <laughs> Because Jim hates Dave, apparently. Well, how did that start, Dave? Because I actually don't even know that answer. Because uh, I, I was talking to Jim before you, and it was just like in somewhere we did the handoff, and he started to beat up on you. It's super funny, though. Wait, on the you, air. Did? you talked to Jim? Yeah, I mean, we talked to him very infrequently, yeah. but yeah. You know, I'm always the one who has to keep everybody straight. So I'm in there trying to tell the guys, you know, all right, let's focus on. They're trying to. You know, just small talk just before the segment. And I got to be the one who would be like, all right, guys, we're going to discuss this, this, and this. And and then, you know, 
Jim would jump in and say like, "Shut up, we're talking here." And then he took it on air, and it's it's pretty funny. And, yeah, and like Sanchez, yeah, like, Sanchez. Yeah, and he's the only one who talks about me on the air the most. Like like more than Kevin and Bean. So no, but I, I, I hope it's an all good fun. Uh, but yeah, sometimes he sounds a little angry, but I think that's just him. He's probably smiling. Oh, totally. You know, at his, oh, yeah. at his oh, house totally. in Irvine. No, but, you totally, know, it, totally. It, no, it's funny because when Jim first started speaking with us on the regular, on the. <laughs> on, oh. <laughs> it's catching. <laughs> I'm telling you, like you, it's catching. Uh, That's right. I um, screwed up the word regularly uh, in the last podcast. Yeah. Right. So on the regular. Uh, <laughs> no, when, say it again, Dave. On the regular. Uh, when, when he first started talking with us, he was a pretty straight laced dude and would like, you know, we would say dildo and he'd be like, oh, you could say that on air. And you're like, yeah, it's no, no big deal. And now. The more we speak to them, the more like Kevin and Bean do. They're infecting them, and he's becoming like them. So he's loosening up, and you know, being a lot more fun and a lot more, lo- you know, a lot more loose. So he's just having fun. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Doesn't he do his part of like his show from his house in Irvine or Mission Viejo or it's somewhere? A, it's a studio in Irvine. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah Got it. Has a studio. Yeah. Got it. Popo's out. By the way, um, I'm not a sports guy, but when Jim's on our show. I love that. That's where you know, you know, you have dudes uh, yeah. who are sports guys. Like mm-hmm. I have friends or whatever. That's where I get all my sports information from. Yeah, from Jim Rome and this show, and, <laughs> it, and he's like so funny about it. Like I try to watch ESPN, uh, the Zone or the Red Zone or you know ESPN uh, Daily Show. That Daily Show they have on ESPN Sports Center. Sports Center. That is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm just gonna let sports you go. Center. Yeah, Sports <laughs> Center, and I just can't watch it. Those guys are too really? serious, and yeah, like yeah. Like even Scott Van Pelt. Oh, man? Scott Van Pelt, he's the worst. I agree. It's too inside. It's, it's too inside. <laughs> it's too inside baseball. Yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love Jim, and you know, I mean, he 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 always, he seems like a guy who's into sports, but uh, doesn't take too s- a serious of a take on everything. Everything's yeah. like fun, and but he's blowing stuff up. You know what I mean? I oh mean, yeah, Jim has a good time. Super yeah. fun, yeah, super His fun. Show's good Matt be, Money yeah. Smith and Petros. Oh, my God. Oh, Those are the they're, guys that yeah, bring yeah. sports alive for me, totally. for sure. I agree. I agree. Kent asks, what happened to Tammy Heidi? She died. <laughs> <laughs> I once heard Kat ran her over with a skateboard. Um. <laughs> I think that's Tammy Heidi was a DJ. She came on after Kevin and Bean for many, many years right at 10 a.m., and she transitioned from uh, from K Rock out to a writer at Jack FM, and I think she's at the Wave. Is she not at the Wave uh, right she's now? She's back at Jack. She's back at Jack. Yeah, now. I think she did she a couple she's of back, shifts. Jack. I think she did a couple. <laughs> she did a couple of uh, it's the Boo Team, the Hollow Boo Team episode. Um, man, we're off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Is... people are just saying, "No, we're going to skip this episode." Oh my um, lord. Uh, she did a couple of honor shifts at the Wave, and now she's back at Jack, from what I understand. Yeah. But I'm not positive. And she does uh, open line. She does, yeah. She does. Yeah, open remember, line. remember, yeah. Doc used to do that. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, Tammy does it, and she does it for all the stations. So gotcha. Yeah. Virginia writes, please talk about when Sam, the Armenian comedian, called Kevin and Bean with a bomb threat and was banned for a very long time. Uh wasn't banned. Was, I thought uh, our attorneys said you can't talk to him. No, no our attorneys didn't. No, um, it, was, it the, was the city of Los Angeles that said he couldn't get near us. What? Yeah, yeah he was, they arrested him. He went to jail. Back he went, me up. Uh, he spent take, a night in jail. Yeah. Take, this is how serious it is. Take me back in time here. To, how did it happen? What was he on the radio talking about? I have about? the audio, yeah. yeah. So have it. I have some audio here, and... Um, I thought, you know, we were just going to get a clip, but upon listening to this, it's so fascinating how yeah, everything, how everything how kind everything of, uh, 
kind of just happened so fast. So and out of our control, by the way. Right. So the the part I have is like the aftermath after kind of S hit the fan. So what had happened is that we had told Sam he was going to open one of the acoustic Christmas shows. Jokingly, right? Wow. Well, uh, for us, yes, yeah. but right. not for Sam, right? Right. So we don't tell Sam when the show is because we we think nobody's that dumb, but you know. It's Sam, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And that's the magic of Sam. So he catches wind that the show's happened and he didn't open. And he calls the phone ops here. Very pissed off. And the phone ops are in their late teens. They're barely in college. They they, they don't know what to do. And they have this angry Armenian guy threatening that they're going to bomb the radio station. Okay, so that's where it starts. Sam calls the the phone ops, all pissed off, threatening to bomb the radio station. I got it because I was always wondering how did anyone on our staff take it seriously? If you or I had picked up, we would have laughed. So right, exactly right. Right. So it was a phone op, and the phone op, rightfully so, um, contacts the powers that be. You know, not Kevin and Bean. You know, whoever whoever it was, Mm -hmm. maybe it was HR or whatever. And then we get wind of it, and we have Sam on the phone. And this is where uh, we pick up on the tape. I was upset because of this is the chance that I want to see the listeners to see me, and I want to see too. the listeners. Well, you can, you can. And you you screwed up with the uh, timing. I don't know. Huh. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's is it? Not, it is uh, something that it was supposed to be done, but it didn't happen. Okay, let me so ask. What can I say? <laughs> let me ask you a different question. Did you call the radio station? Over All the, the time, okay. I ask everybody. You right. can ask them. Uh, we have some new new phone ops that we have just hired who just began. So you called one of them, and you asked for me, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then did you say F you to the phone screener? I didn't say mm. screw you. I said I'm so upset, and you are messing with my life. What is happening? Let me know. Did you say that you are in the Armenian Mafia and you don't want to anger the Armenian Mafia? Yes. You did say that. I can blow up the whole place. Did you okay. say that just answered my next yes, question? I, did, I, hey, you guys are lucky that I didn't mention to my connections. They can blow the place up in a second. Uh, All right. How could you not love Sam, by the way? This is incredible. He's, and he's, he's serious. He's such a moron. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, let's let's talk about this. Let's it's break this down for a second. up bombs around your station right now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Do you know that I have not heard this today? No, no. No, because this is, this is right after I left to go start up the digital department. Oh, so, really? yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, Sam, you don't want to say that. That's the wrong thing. You understand? Now the FBI has to come visit you. You understand that, right? The FBI! (laughs) What? I don't care about me. I just care that you guys are so miserable against what is happening. You just do miserable lives to anybody you have a guest on. Okay. Including me. Okay, here's the thing. What's happening here? I thought we were friends. (laughs) Here's the thing, Sam. Um... There's a huge difference between, hey, there's a mix-up, or even, hey, you screwed us over, and I know mafia people and we'll blow up the station. Because once you start making threats like that, it has to be taken seriously by the authorities. Because I'm all, I'm very upset. Right. A lot of people get upset. You can't say things like, we're going to blow up the station. Hey, when I'm upset, I don't know what comes out of me either. (laughs) 
So Kevin See, and Bean are there giving him like they're chance him after catch, chance yeah. to say, you know what, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, I'm not serious. He doesn't get it. He doesn't nope. get it. Armenian comedian, when the police show up to see you today, what are you going to say when they ask you if you have plans to blow up the radio station? I'm going to say, fine, I'm going to go right ahead and do it and arrest me and take me to jail. What That's what I'm the- going to say. Best All case right. scenario. You've never heard this? I've never heard this. That's exactly what happened. And he yeah. spent the night wow. in jail. Yeah. He went to jail. I had only heard the stories. Yeah. He went to jail and yeah. had a restraining order for one year. I thought it was two. No, it was one. Oh, was it one? Yeah. Okay. It was one year. So, so he, he wasn't, couldn't contact anybody we from can, the station? We couldn't contact him. Yeah. He can't contact us. He couldn't be on air. Exactly. Yeah. One year. It gets better, guys. Oh, by the way. I, I mean, I, I'm not joking when I say this tape is exhibit A, right? Yeah, record all you want. Okay, because I, I want I want I want it noted for the record that I gave you the opportunity to say no, Bean. I was just hot headed because of the mix up, and I don't really mean it. But you're sticking with your story that your plan is to intentionally hurt us because you hurt me. <laughs> okay, in just the same way, right? As what? blowing up your place of employment. You blow up my career. All the listeners are lo- listening right now, you, even uh, this second. You can't all the listeners yourself. hate you guys. That's true, my first of all. My fans are hating you guys. Right. But all the car right. people are driving in the freeway let's get back. are hating you. That could be, but let's no. get back to you. And and do you, you said not only you're going to blow up the station, but you have bombs all around the station already. Yeah, it's tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> That's the best right there. Oh tick-tock, tick-tock. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Oh, my God. So that's crazy. I think I spoke to him in that year, but didn't understand his wife was how, how crazy yeah, that was. she left him in jail. Yeah. She didn't yeah. bail him out. Yeah. She didn't bail him out because she was so mad. Yeah, she was pissed. And I uh, am, I don't even... That's wild. Do we have the audio of when we uh, talked to him after the year? No, no, we don't have that audio. But Cause believe we, it or not, we talked to his wife too. Yeah, we did, and she was she's understanding. The she's, she's she's the best. She's the best. She's like a normal, reasonable person. Yeah, I don't know how they got together. Yeah, it's it's insane. She is she is a lovely um, person. It's really weird. You are not going to believe how this phone call ends, though. Okay. That wasn't no. The that's, end? Not, that's not the end. Okay, okay. so it, right. it continues. Okay, you threatened to blow up the station. So, no. yeah, you did. I was, I was just joking. Right. <laughs> um, so, F yourself on that. So, no. What? You heard me. You heard me. Okay. Don't call our phone ops and tell them that, dude. I mean, we can only, we can only vouch for, for you for so far. And then the phone ops start getting calls like that. And then they have to, you know, report it to the, to the authorities and they have to report it to the bosses here. And then they come to us and they go, what are you doing with this guy? Right. And then we get in trouble. Because you're an a-hole. Because I had to push some kind of a buttons to get your attention. Yeah. Well, those might not be the right buttons to push. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Sam. We could, be, we could be done with you after all these years together. This could be the end of the line, my friend. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you could be spending your birthday in jail this year. Oh, um, can I tell a joke before you go? <laughs> no, no, come what? on, Sam. One last joke before the authorities. How come Rudolph Brendier has a red nose? Because he's still Santa's stash. 
That's, uh, so you're, a lot of, no, you're a lot of trouble, but you're worth it with the comedy. <laughs> and then he doesn't. All right. Uh, he doesn't, you can't go on. It's already over. You can't continue. By the way, was that joke, was that the bomb that he was talking about dropping out of radio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Bean with a one-two punch. Do you believe that? Oh, my God. I don't. I uh, don't. Hudson. This is crazy. That's something that I missed. How did I miss that? And that's why, people, that's why you should love Sam, because that right there. He's awesome. He He's called the- me this morning eight times. Ugh. Eight times. This is not like, oh, three, or I'm exaggerating. Actually, eight times, and I had to push my on-off button on my phone to, to send him right to voicemail. So good. Like, he's a he's freaking nuts. Now it's getting, though, to be sad because he's almost in his 70s. Jeez. How old is he? I don't know. Uh, 60s. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Late, 60s. late 60s, but yeah. now his teeth are rotten out yeah. and... Um, like he's just breaking apart. Yeah, he's just he's just a mess now, and he's still holding on to this weird delusional dream that he's going to make it in show business, and that Kevin and Bean are going to have a breakfast with Sam, their meeting comedian. And, yeah, and, and by the way, if if today Kevin and Bean would tell him, "Hey, you're going to open Acoustic Christmas," he's all in. He's all in. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Amazing. he's going to open the B Team or the yeah. Hollow B Team uh, podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That is uh, that's great. Uh, thanks, no. for, thanks for playing that's that tape. Yeah, I have not great. heard that. That's, that's, that's awesome. And I can't wait to talk to him in an hour when we get out of here. That's insane. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. So I, uh, I, I've got to remember this. Member. Omar, we could hear you coughing during that. And <laughs> hawk a big loogie uh, in the, into the trash. I know you're still sick there. Sorry. I'm telling, telling you. Well, I appreciate you uh, persevering and, and uh, doing the, uh, the B team with it's us. It's all good. Um, so we played some audio one time of Big Tad, uh, former lackey on the morning show, doing some uh, doing a bit called the Streaking Jack-O-Lantern, where he put a, uh, a pumpkin over his head and then one over his groin. But I don't think that you guys ever heard the audio of the first streaking Jack Lantern, this guy with two thumbs, this you? guy yeah. right here. Yes. Oh, no. So this is the very first streaking Jack Lantern. I had previously done a streaking Santa, I believe. Yeah. And this is going to be the one where I'm wearing a little tiny, like a quarter moon, you know, over of, of pumpkin over my junk. Do you happen and to remember have- how the idea came about? Like is this uh you know from the mind of Jimmy Kimmel? No, this is this is a this is a pre- this is a bean this bean thing. This is a bean thing, and um I I have a feeling the shrieking thing is not new. I think you probably heard this at a station back east or something mm, like that, okay. and we put our own spin on it, right? Um, which is the case with most radio bits, that's you know? Not all yeah, radio. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's always. That- yeah, you yeah. just put your own spin on it. Yeah, yeah and I think this one. It, I think the Seven Eleven was key because. Um, they could send someone into a Seven Eleven, and the way that if you you probably didn't even realize this when you're standing at Seven Eleven, but there's always the cashiers in the center, so that's so they didn't have to. They had everything around them, and if the phone rings, it's also in the center. They never have to leave that little island right there. Well, that right. allows us to run around that island, you know, <laughs> run in circles around it while they're on the phone, so you can hear the person screaming in the background. So this is, I think, I want to say it's like ninety. Who is my guess? Michael Levine, man in lightning out in front of a uh, Southland convenience store. We'll talk to them in a moment, but first, sing it if you know it, kids. Halloween, Halloween, do Halloween. 
Michael, sing it. Go sleeping. Very you know, nice. the, uh, <laughs> the really good thing about Halloween being today is that we won't have to hear this song again for another 51 weeks. What? Oh, yeah, is I that? timed it. I timed it. No, that's being... That's being... Uh, being negative saying, towards the song. Yeah, towards Halloween spooks. I think it's because he played it so much no, leading he, up to it. He, he even pissed himself right now. Dude, I hate Kevin because of the fact that, you know, he doesn't want to play Halloween spooks. Bean's on vacation this week. I haven't heard Halloween spooks once this yeah, week. Yeah, no, he really, really I, does hate it. I think Bean just burned himself out on it this particular year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's... But you I, remember, I, I oh, gotta save that tape. But remember, <laughs> remember, Bean comes around on everything. Like, Bean will hate something vehemently. Like, I, he cannot, he can't even, he hates it so much, he sees red. And then, a month later, he loves it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very you nice. know, the, uh, the really good thing about Halloween being today is that we won't have to hear this song again for another 51 weeks. So listen, you're there with your boy Lightning? Yeah, I'm here with my boy Light. Does he have a pumpkin on his head? Yeah, he got a pumpkin on his head. It's time for the first ever edition <laughs> wow, of Kevin Amin's Streaking Jack-O-Lantern. Pause it here for a second. Sorry, sorry, pause it. What, what'd you say, Dave? Thanks for bringing it to life, man. Does Lightning have a pumpkin on his head? Yeah. I mean, that was part of the magic. Part part of the magic to Michael the maintenance man back then is uh, he just kind of parroted whatever Kevin and Bean would say. That's funny. Does he have a pumpkin on his head? Yeah, he got a pumpkin on his head. (laughs) Yeah, he got a pumpkin on his head. Yeah, he got a pumpkin on his head. It's time for the first ever edition of Kevin and Bean's Streaking Jack-O-Lantern. Now, we did this last Christmas, I believe, and it was a huge hit. We all enjoyed it so much, including Lightning. Basically, what happened? Describe the rest of Lightning for us, Michael. Uh, Before we get into that, did you have no problems with it? I like 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 for me that's something I would absolutely not do nudity yeah I I'm just not am, down oh, with it I, I just, see see I love yeah. the bit I love the bit I love the gag I'm I'm all down for that I have body issues you know yeah. like oh, I'm everybody. a little chubby and yeah. I'm like not super cool with that yeah. like I don't mind with my junk hanging out but like you know I'm like an average dude with a belly you know yeah. I, I that I, I'm more concerned with that really which is weird probably huh. But I didn't know. Because you're packing downstairs. I, huh? well, hey, I wish hey. <laughs> But you know, like, uh, no. So to answer your question, no. uh, I was, I was well, okay with it. it. But and Dave did it, so you had no problem with it, it too. Or uh, did he have a problem with it? With it, but you're newer on the show. You're like, oh man, uh, you know. No, because I, I think if I really did have a problem, I would tell the guys, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't. That's the cool thing it. about Kevin Bean. They really, yeah. if you really don't want to do it, then. They will say, yeah, okay, that's not, right. not, yeah. not back in the day. That's really? not the case. That is not <laughs> the case. Are you serious? No, pre-97, so pre-97, yeah. I don't know what that magic number it would be right there, but like, do it in or those you're years, out? do it or we'll find someone that will. Really? Absolutely. No yes. way. Wow. Yeah. They wow. put some ungodly pressure on you. But but for the most part, nine out of ten gags, I would like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, uh, if I had someone working for me that would do it, yeah. I would push them to do it as well. Wow, because yeah. I remember when Kevin Bean asked me to do uh, uh, have a colonic. Remember, and uh, well, first I turned down the colonic. Uh, that, that, oh, was really? one, that was one thing that I said, okay, I'm not going to do that <laughs> See, and, because I'm not going to stick something up my butt. And I find you know? but, I find butt stuff and super funny. Like, I'll do it. And I'm like, All right, next yeah, man up. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I, I forgot you turned it yeah, down. Yeah, I turned it down. You yeah. turned it down, yeah. and Muggs wouldn't do it either. Because yeah. like uh, like years later, once Muggs joined the show, yeah. they were going to do it again, and Muggs was like, nah. Yeah, but Muggs and, did the butt steamy. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, he did do the butt steam. But even Jimmy would play along with some of these gags, you really, know? Yeah. yeah, Jimmy was doing, he was doing some butt stuff That's back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got a big old pumpkin on his head from the neck down, no clothes, and you know that myth about, you know, white men, right? About white men? 
can go to Eeny Weeny. Is that is that what's going on there at Eeny Weeny? Yeah. How is about that, that? Is that what threw his lightning? The boy looked like Inchwormin, man. Inchwormin. He's Inchwormin. He's Inchwormin. All right, so Mike, so lightning is naked from the neck down, and he's got a big old pumpkin on his head. Yeah. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this question. Are you sitting in the van right now? No, I'm outside, man. Where's lightning right now? Lightning. Lightning's on the side of the building. All right, here's how the deal is going to work. You are at a 7-Eleven store? Yeah. Okay, here's the deal. They don't know we're coming. Do you remember this? No. No, no. Uh, I mean, not from, yeah, without the tape, I would have forgotten about it. Right, right. But we have their telephone number, and how are we going to work this? He's going to have to give Lightning some sort of a hand signal, perhaps after he sees the clerk answer the phone, maybe? Well, Michael, just listen. I'm going to leave you on the line, okay? Okay. When you hear the guy from the 7-Eleven answer, give Lightning the signal. Okay. And then Lightning will run in and run around in there naked, and we're going to be talking to the guy on the phone inside. (laughs) Okay. All right. This will be delightful for those folks. I love this. Now, Now, when we start talking to him, don't say anything else. Okay. All right. Actually, I think we want him to wait just a few seconds. Yeah, give us a few seconds, Mike. Don't uh... and then signal lightning. We're counting on you to do it from that end, all right, Mike? Well, oil right. machine. All right, here we go. Hi, is this the Seven Eleven store? Who's this? This is Cheryl speaking. Cheryl, hey. what's going on? <laughs> what's what's happening? What's Cheryl? happening? I'm naked. Is naked? <laughs> what's happening, Cheryl? Is there someone in the store? I can't hear you. This man is running through the store butt naked. We don't know anything about it. <laughs> Why is he running through the store butt naked? <laughs> Jeez. He's living it up, isn't he? Wow, he is living it up. Well, you better hang up the phone and call the authorities. <laughs> We're having a party in this place. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Thank you. Okay, See you later. Bye, now. <laughs> hey, call the police, Cheryl. Hey, hey, Mike? Yeah. Is he still in the store? I like to get him out, man. Coming back out. <laughs> Very nice. Very nicely done. Very nicely done. Oh, oh give it up to Cheryl. Oh, yeah. Man. She was loving it. That's awesome. She was playing along. We had so many people run naked through her store. That's hilarious. <laughs> she would play so along with it. Every year. She yeah. would just, yeah, it got in like a few years later. She wasn't even fade. She's yeah. like, oh, you got a new boy running around here naked. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's I don't funny. know if she was in love with Tad, though. She, he wasn't as attractive. You know, oh, he had man. a lot of like, what the hell? A lot of meat hanging around his belly there. Oh, meat. Oh. oh my gosh. That's funny. Well, so I got another one, another oldie but goodie here for you since it's our uh what are you calling our Halloween special? Our boo team? Uh, no, 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 no. I came up with the, the other Hol- thing. Holo- it's the Hollow B team episode. The Hollow B team. B- yeah, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. We're, we're fired. I'd rather. Okay, can we fire is- ourselves? <laughs> Let's just fire ourselves. I like the boo team. This is going to be our last That's one. That's better. Okay. I had also played for you in a previous episode um, when we took a huge. We, we had uh, Frank Murphy. By a monstrous pumpkin. No, this is pretty, this is this is Maria D'Arcangelo, the producer before Frank, bought a huge pumpkin and we hoisted it up down at Irvine Meadows before um, Oingo Boingo on a crane, hundred something foot in the air, and we dropped it. Everyone applauds. Pumpkin goes everywhere. It's it's fun, and we figured how do we how do we top this? Like how do we do? What's the next level pumpkin trick? So we get bigger pumpkin, and we put out to the uh, to the, over the air. Kevin and me say. We want to launch a pumpkin. What what kind of piece of machinery would we have to build to, to, to launch a pumpkin hundreds of feet? A big rocket launcher. Something like that. <laughs> right? And what we got back was the USC engineering department saying, we're going to build, as a class project, we're going to build for you a catapult That's on the back sweet. of a flatbed behind a big rig. And so this, this, this big rig pulls up on a Saturday morning before Oingo Boingo. 
uh, that big Halloween show down there. And it's got it's the big rig. It's the flatbed. And it's this 70 foot long arm with a basket at the end full of pumpkins. And the counterbalance to this uh, to this catapult is a Volkswagen bus filled with a ship's uh, rudder. Like it's crazy heavy. And I want you to play this tape. Hello, can you hear us? Stop right there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> Hello, can you hear us? Are you kidding? That was live in the air. Jesus. Okay, very cool. Well, as you can imagine, there's a huge throng out here in front of the Oingo Boingo concert at Irvine Meadows. We've got, um, we're guessing somewhere between three and 4,000 K-Rock listeners that are down here. Oingo Boingo on stage, of course, in about 30 minutes. Kevin, give some background for people who haven't heard too much about the catapult. What happened here? Well, uh, this is the fourth year that we've done it. The first three, we dropped it from a uh, from a uh, crane. This time, we're going to catapult it. We've had people out there with a forklift. We've had people out there with chains. And for the last half hour, we finally got the catapult ready to launch the 450-pound Kevin and Bean pumpkin. Okay, are you guys ready? Listen to that enthusiasm. <laughs> Kevin and Bean pumpkin. pumpkin. Okay, are you guys ready? Let me check with Scott Mason. He's here with the insurance forms. He's on the radio. Scott, are we ready to launch? We're all clear, ready to rock. Okay. All right, right, we're going to need the countdown from the crowd. The 1993 Halloween tradition. Wait, is this the one where you were sitting in the chair? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 450 pounds of pumpkin, a 75-foot catapult here at Irvine Meadows. When we get to the end of the countdown, and let's start with 10. Let me pause it. Pause it for one second. Let me me set the, the, the picture here. Yeah. You got this huge roped-off area, bigger than a football field, in the parking lot of Irvine Meadows. You got the catapult on one side, and on the other side, I must have been, I don't know, 50, 60 yards or so from the catapult, mm-hmm. is a little, like a school chair, like a fold-out chair or something. Mm-hmm. In sitting in the chair is me. So, and the <laughs> pumpkins were being launched throughout the day trying to perfect this thing. I was there for all the test launches. Okay. It wasn't even coming close to me. Kevin thought it'd be hilarious to see how close can we get these pumpkins to lightning. So it was a, Never a last-minute thing, like a, like a spur-of-the-moment thing. It wasn't like pre-planned on the air, we're going to put lightning out there. I think it might have been. Oh, really? I okay. think it might have been. I think we might have said, like, they at the le- in the days leading up to it, like, we're going we're gonna to see if we can smash lightning. Yeah, that was the and goal, was, right? Mm-hmm. Is to, to make the catapult hit you directly. It was to see how far we could go, how far we could throw these things. But I think uh, at some point funny. late in the game that Kevin just came out like let's 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 torture lightning and let's yeah. put him in this chair, and uh, and they had at one point they had actually fastened my arms behind the chair <laughs> and tied me not with zip ties but like something like rope or something right. so I couldn't move, and the, they were with our tests they started to get closer and closer and closer and Scott Mason said this is not cool like he could get hit and Kevin and Bean are like there's no possible way based on all the trials because we did like half a dozen of these trials they weren't even coming close and we had done big pumpkins we had done like a like maybe 10 smaller pumpkins maybe they would go further or they the arc would be greater and they would hit further like all these different combinations and they said nah and and Scott Mason said it's good it's going to be too close to him we're not going to take this risk Mm -hmm. nine All right, the pumpkin is in the air. Look at it go! Look at it go! Oh, yes! Look at it go! Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! 
chair we were going to put lightning in, the chair that we were going to put lightning in has been dissipated into a billion pieces. Destroyed. Unbelievable. Lightning would have died. Hey, you hear lightning right there? <laughs> By the way, lightning. Oh. Yeah, play it. I'll talk afterwards. Okay. Lightning would have died. Last minute, the insurance people wouldn't let us do it. The chair has been destroyed into a million pieces. I don't believe it. That is unbelievable. The van is at 100 pieces. The catapult is broken. And that's it from Irvine Meadows. I can't believe it. Wow. Omar, I'm telling you, this pumpkin is half the size of a car. Maybe not that big, but it's freaking huge, right? right? 450-pound pumpkin. And, um, And I was sitting in that chair just moments earlier, and it... Not it didn't just flatten this chair. It broke the chair apart in pieces, and then shards of this of this pumpkin because it's all slippery on the side yeah. go sliding in eighty feet in every different direction. And Bean was like jumping over pieces of sliding pumpkin, wow. just like sh- sh- shooting all this all over the place. It was nuts, and I was actually like scared because I thought because I I actually wanted to go through with it. Mm-hmm. I thought ah, it's never going to hit us based on the tests. And do Scott you, Mason think- Scott Mason said, "Nope, it's not cool. You're not going to do we're not going to allow this." And and he pulled me out right at the last minute. He's get off the chair, he untied me, and I and I moved. A couple of the other ones I I would like if it was getting close, I would pick the chair up and run with the chair. I was just but it ask. wasn't getting that close and it would trip me like the the pieces of pumpkin would trip me. One time <laughs> slid straight out. It like hit me, trip me. But I went back and I go, all right, they're not getting close. I can, I'm not worried about the sliding pumpkin. Worst thing is it trips me because it's coming out so fast. Once yeah. it hits, it spreads. But this time, dude, like, do it straight would have killed do me. Do you think if you would have sat there, you would have been able to gauge it and move out of the way? Do you know what I mean? I, like, I, I would like to think so. I would hope so. I don't know. Or was it, how fast was it going, do you think? No, slow, slow, because... This is a 70-foot arm, and it's so heavy, it took so long for that thing to get to its to the very top of the rotation mm-hmm. where it ejects it. I mean, it seemed like forever. It would be like, and finally it launches. But I think I would have had enough time to, to move out of the way, Were your legs? And, but I don't know if I would have. What, Dave? Were your legs tied? My legs were not tied. Okay, so I think you would have. But you never know when it's coming you down. You never know because yeah, like, of the when, angle. When it's going up, you're yeah. like, I could judge it. But then when it's coming down, it comes down fast. Yeah, yeah it really so, does. And it was getting so way up there. you can't judge that speed. Wow. Right. But it was wild. Like, can you imagine the headlines? Kevin and Bean, kill their assistant. Again. <laughs> can you? Like, that would have been <laughs> the end of the morning show. That's crazy. But, boy, is it? It's, it's fun looking back on it, the fact that I survived. Is it? No. Um, this is an interesting story dave omar um the reason i'm how interesting lightning well okay so how (laughs) the reason i like this is that kevin and bean back in the day they would call a lot more regular people if there was a story um in the news they would call cut oh dave just like your your toilet seat guy the other day yeah, Your toilet yeah. seat collection guy? Yeah, Barney, Barney Smith. Right, Barney Smith? Okay, toilet seat museum. Anyway, they would call someone every single day who was making news, and this is one of those guys. And I want—I just love how the woman at the very end shuts Bean down. I want you to listen. So right. let's talk about uh, our friends in Bridgeport, Ohio. Is this Halloween? Oh, yes, I heard this. Appropriate music? That's uh, Tad playing with his organ. 
Was that it? I thought... That sounds awfully big for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh did you want more? I'm sorry. No, I got, sorry. I got more. Uh, Bridgeport, Ohio. The Bridgeport... <laughs> it is still the same. Yeah, just loose. It's so loose. Uh, Bridgeport, Ohio. The Bridgeport City Council, fearing too many out-of-town children would descend on the community for Halloween is requiring trick-or-treaters to have a license to ask for candy this year. <laughs> what do they have, the candy of the... I mean, are they the only people with all the good candy? I don't well, know why, why people go to Bridgeport to get candy. I don't know. It must be a, a nice, wealthy area. A nice I, I, bet, I bet it is. I bet Bridgeport is their Beverly Hills. Kids age 14 and under who register with the city will be given an orange sticker that they can wear so that the people in the house can see that they have registered and so then they can therefore give them the goodies. Now, who's going to be standing there in Bridgeport and a little kid is going to come in a ghost outfit at the door and you're going to go, I'm sorry, son, i got to turn you away. You don't have an orange sticker. No orange sticker. And the poor little no kid one. will be scarred for life. These people may be taking this a little too seriously. You want to call them? Sure. Yeah. We can call them. You I bet. have the city council phone number. And, you know, city councils around this country just love us. When they hear we're on the phone, they perk right up. Right. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Kevin and Bean. We're on the radio at K-Rock in Los Angeles. How are you today? Fine. Uh, is this the city council offices? She said so this happy. Is the mayor's office. The mayor's oh, office. Oh, the mayor's office. We, we, I think we need to speak to the mayor if that's possible. The mayor is at the lunch at the moment. Can oh, I take yes. your number and have him give you a call back? Mm. Can we just talk to you and ask you a couple questions about no, this? I'm afraid not. If you would like to have him call back, I'll take your number. Is there anyone else there that could talk to us? No. Where, is, there a, is there a deputy mayor? No, there isn't. Is there somebody in, in PR? Nope. No. Is there a receptionist that isn't you? Isn't angry? <laughs> isn't angry? <laughs> you know, you're not really in the Halloween spirit, as near as no, we can tell. I'm not. Hey, hey, are you going to dress up this year for Halloween? Just as myself. Oh my God! You'll scare everyone. <laughs> Probably. Uh, do you have one of those stickers so that you can actually get candy in Bridgeport? No, sir. If you would like to have him give you a call. <laughs> She's good. Nice try, though. Wow. I'm <laughs> sensing that you're coming on to us. Is that accurate? Yes, you, yes I am. Yes. <laughs> you're being wasted in Bridgeport. They should move you up to Cincinnati. <laughs> thank you All right. What time, for, what, what time will the mayor... Thank you for your call. No, no what right. time will the mayor be in? Hello? Oh, wow, man. she's good. Wow. Remember you asked what kind of person would shut the door on a kid that didn't have a sticker? <laughs> that's her. That's you just her. found her. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I wish Kevin Bean would do more of that stuff that, you know, unpredictable. Uh, you don't, you're not sure if the payoff is going to be worth it or not kind of bit. You know, now they kind of err on the side of... Caution? Yeah, I don't know if it's caution or caution, they just kind of like weigh out, okay, are we going to do this bit that we're guaranteed to have some funny or do something like this that might, they, might work and might not work? You I don't know think I mean? they so, give themselves enough credit because, look. Uh, that's definitely true. So, I mean, l- listen to that. That's 100% true. There's no especially, payoff on that especially, bit. Especially Kevin. Right. Kevin is the king of being insecure about his radio uh, work. Okay, he's the first person that'll tell you he doesn't belong in the Radio Hall of Fame. He he, he doesn't realize, you know, I mean, you, you've been in radio over 25 years. Like, how long has he been in radio? Over 30 years. Over 30 years. And, tw- you know, 26th of them here at K-Rock. Dudes, I mean, let's kidding aside, dudes are legends. Okay. Right. And they were the first pioneers of doing this kind of radio shtick. And I don't know where that insecurity comes from and I, I think they need to be more uh, do you confident think, do in you, their skills. Do you think it's because of when they were doing the show themselves and they didn't have say a Jimmy or a Ralph or whatever they were they were having to, to resort to all this stuff right, and being funny yeah. but now you get you've got a Ralph you've got whoever and so they can rely on that? Is that 
That, I mean, because Ralph is that's, always that's, funny. That's definitely part of it, and I think you know that that goes back back to kind of like you know what I'm saying is like you know they weigh out their options. They're like, well, this is probably going to hit. This this might or might not hit. Right. You know what I mean? And then you know something like Barney Smith, the toilet yeah. museum. That's just a slam dunk. Yeah, because Barney was awesome. Yeah, he was he awesome. Was. If, if yeah. Barney wasn't awesome, they wouldn't talk to him. Yeah, yeah. 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 They'd yeah. have been like, all right. Let's but just, how? Let's but just but do they didn't know that Barney was going to be awesome until you know until they got him on the no, on the phone. We, we spoke to him before. Omar spoke to him first. Yeah, I spoke to him first because uh, I was yeah. I was obsessed with them, so I just called him on my own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dave, you got to get this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was obsessed with Omar. This spoke to him first. said, This guy's awesome. Then I spoke with him, and then he was awesome, and then. And, uh, Got it. Yeah. But no, because if they sucked, then we're like, we don't want to talk to him. Right. Because he's okay. Suck. okay. So, Dave, Omar, I'm going to play audio. I don't think you've heard this bit. Never. No, I, the one, wait, when, when, when I saw this on the schedule, I was like, what? The version that, that I, when I found it, it was still raw. It had never been edited, meaning that it had never been in best of. It had oh, never been okay. played on the best of Kevin and Bean. Oh, okay, so it just aired aired once. It, I, as far as I know, it so just it wasn't aired a best once. Of, so. Okay, yeah, right. It wasn't yeah. a best of. But okay. but when you hear it, I think this you, might be a, a like a uh, what do you, what do you call that? A retroactive best of. Retroactive best of. Is that yes. What it, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not no. retroactive. Be, like a prorated. Is it a prorated? No, pro-rated? no not prorated. Yeah. No. no, it's retroactive. Yeah. Okay, retroactive. Okay. <laughs> We got so many terms we don't understand. I really, you know what? <laughs> you jamoke? I'm, I'm a moron. I'm a jamoke. I'm a jamoke. Okay. Did we just uh, play it? Or no, no, no. I, I need okay. to set it up okay. really quickly here. Okay. All right. So, Dave, as you know, we're pitched people all the time. Yeah. We're pitched really bad guests all the time. But there yeah. are a lot of, uh, God bless them, there are PR agents out there that are helping authors and, and wannabe filmmakers and all these things. Everybody, and, yeah. And actors that are trying. Everyone's got a spin, right? And, and it, was, it was leading up to Halloween. And we were pitched a vampirologist, right? Someone who studies vampires. Okay, that sounds okay. interesting. It sounded interesting. Yeah. And we got the guy on the phone, which uh, that's the tape we don't have and probably the reason we never played it on Best Of, right? But so we, we spoke to this vampirologist and we couldn't get over the fact that um, this guy sounded Unlike it, it didn't sound like a real person. Uh-huh. Okay, and knowing they became obsessed not with his his vampireology, but the guy himself, Sir Albert. So hit this. Do we have his phone number, Sir Albert? I have his phone number. I haven't checked it to make sure he's there. Okay, he's supposed. I to didn't want to like make any advanced phone calls. All right, we have our apology in place, and this is what happened on the show yesterday. We'd like to welcome to the studios of uh, K Rock a vampireologist. Is that accurate? That is correct. Yes, Sir Albert Ryan. Now, Albert, let me ask you this question first off. This is the MTV program called Buzzkill, where you do the assaults, where you come in with the hidden camera, and you try to trick somebody into doing something foolish, so that then you can put them on the TV. Where's the hidden camera? <laughs> Jimmy, you're right over there. Bend by over. Him. You don't mind if I frisk you, dude. Where's Sir the Albert? hidden camera? <laughs> let's take the wig off first. <laughs> let's take the wig off. Come yes. on, let's take the wig off. Huh? Take the wig off. Can we take the wig off? Well, now he's no? fighting. No, don't... One minute, sir. What are you doing? It was the can wig. That, the wig off? It was the wig Forget that tipped it. me off. <laughs> Hey, where are you going? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, our interview with the known vampire list, <laughs> Sir Albert. What game are you playing anyway, sir? What do you suppose was going through his mind? What the hell is going on? Hey, they're taking my wig. All right. All right, let's call Sir Albert and see if we can make nice. All right. We are going to apologize for accusing him of being on the Buzzkill show. Right. Because well, now we don't know whether he was on the Buzzkill show or not, but he didn't seem to think he was. Hello? Sir Albert. <laughs> Hello. Hey, it's uh, it's Kevin and Bean. Yes. We're on the air at K-Rock. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Well, we're calling first to... Uh... This guy sounds fake. I know. I so would be, I would be on Kevin Bean's side. So yeah, it sounds, like, it sounds totally like a put-on. Yeah. We literally... So after the very first 
phone call. We we couldn't we like this is this is a sham. There's no way we. So that's why is, you guys invited him in studio. Yeah, to prove that he was phony. And now you spoke. And, um, you must have spoke with him a lot. Yes. And did you ever think, all right, dude? Like, did you ever ask him, like, hey, is this a a, a gag or are you a character? Never broke this character. And I don't know if I accused him because I wanted to save that for on the air. Yeah. But off the air, we were like, it's a joke. This, there's no way this guy is real. Where are the cameras? We honestly, right. Dave. We literally walked around the perimeter of the building looking for a crew. Like, we're like, there's no way. We thought that, what's that? No, no, because we thought this has to be a joke. There's no way this guy can be real. He never broke character. Let's finish. Ask what was going through your mind yesterday when you were in our studio. I thought that I had entered the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Okay. We may have been a little uh, hasty in our judgment perhaps, that you were part of the MTV show Buzzkill. So I have heard. Yes. You're not with the MTV Buzzkill show? No, I am not. Have you ever heard of it? I have not heard of it. So when we brought it up to you as our first question, you were surprised. Yes, I was. What did you think when Jimmy started trying to pull off your hair? I thought, for one thing, what is he trying to do? No. Right. Yeah. But when we asked if you were the Buzzkill show, it's almost like you didn't offer up any kind of a defense. You didn't say, no, I'm here to talk about vampires. No, that's ridiculous. It just seemed like you kind of caved, which led us to believe that we were on the right track, that you were with the Buzzkill show. You know, as I have already said, I didn't even know what you were talking about. You, know, right. you said the buzz. I thought, what is that, some killer bee or something? So you were really confused, is what you're saying. I was very, very confused. Yes. Now, why did you why did you run out like that? I mean, why didn't you just say, "Hey, leave me alone. Let's talk about this." Well, you have a guy <laughs> trying to pull your hair off. What the hell does Bean think he's going to do? No, still. By the way, Omar, still at this point, they think it's a prank. They think this oh, is. Oh, they do. Still at this point, right now, they cannot so get they're over. Trying, the f- they're trying to pry and yes. kind of like you know. Yeah, they're, yes. try, they're trying to bust him on it. They're yes. trying to bust. They're trying to, to bust the, like, they, the gag. Yeah, they want him to say, "Okay, you guys got me. We give up." It's really? like Buzzkill was before there was uh, not pranked. What was it called? Um, uh, punked. Punked before yeah. there was punked. It yeah. was Buzzkill, right? Or, and, and it's like they, we well, were all I obsessed. I thought they were the, like sincerely kind of trying to still uh, like apologize. So they're not. They're still trying to figure it out. You'll it's, see. Okay. <laughs> I got very aggravated. Uh, I have never been approached in that manner before. <laughs> well, I can understand that. Well, that sounds so fake, right? Well, let us first start off by saying that uh, since it appears that you're not with the MTV show, that we we definitely apologize. We were wrong. All right, I do accept your apology. Sorry, I pulled your hair off your head and um, started going through your clothes. <laughs> now that we've apologized for thinking that you were at the MTV show, let's start with 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 the voice. With, yeah. the a- with the accent. Yeah. See, Sir Robert, here's why we were so confused. Here's why we thought the whole thing was a big prank, because when you walked in, you're not a- as old a guy as you're pretending to be. You can you can look at you and see that you're a young guy. You're our age, yet you're appearing, you're dressing up like you're someone much older, and you got this phony accent and the phony hair, and it's obvious you're running some sort of a scam. Now, this <laughs> is all... There is nothing phony about me. I did, it appears... And it, if you knew how old I really was, you'd be quite shocked. All right, how old are you? I'm 70. 
You are not <laughs> 70. I am 70, yes. Yeah, so, this uh, That is, we looked at you and we thought, all of us looked at you and thought 27. Is he just a, like a whack job? You look uh, good. Uh, he had except- one of those little mustaches that's like a pencil mustache and he uh, had, uh, and his hair Waters? was jet black. <laughs> yeah, it looked like John Waters, really? the director, yes. Oh. Yeah. You look good, um, except save the ridiculous you wig. I think that I would admit to something like that on the open air. Yeah. What about the hair? Let's talk about the uh, the wig. What's going on with the hair, Sir Albert? Yeah, we're just, we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to pinpoint the things that led us to believe that you were a uh, some, something that you were not. What makes you think it was a wig? Uh, it's fake as the day is long. The price tag hanging from it? <laughs> <laughs> no price tag, sir. Oh, oh you know what? We were thinking we had mini pearl in on Tuesday. Sir. Yeah. We will either keep this adult. Well. I do not talk in a juvenile manner, sir. Right. We are here today to discuss what I do. Not what I am, though what right. I look like. But isn't what you are kind of part, part of it? I mean, you know, we like to t- say it is more of a part of it than you can imagine. Right. Now, Sir Albert, here's the thing. We were very excited to have you in as a vampirologist. I mean, it was Halloween, and we were interested. In, Kevin and I are both interested in the vampires in the top. I was excited to be on the right. program but, when I first came in. Right, but we couldn't yeah. get past the fact that you you've got the fake hair and the fake accent. I am truly befuddled. I don't know where this is going. Befuddled. I can't wait to find out. I'm like genuinely like excited to. There better be a resolution, Lightning. I'm gonna get pissed if there's not. I'm dude. not. I'm not spoiling That's anything. It's hard to fake accents, sir. All right, all right. Let's just let's just leave it at this, and then we can move on. It just it sounds fake, and your hair looks fake. That's all we can go by. I got a better looking throw rug in my in my entryway at home. Sir. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to continue this conversation. Sir. All right, listen. Let's take for granted that the hair is real and the voice is real, and that you're really 70, and that you're not lying to us. Right. Leave it. All right, we're believing all of that now. Okay. Believe it. All right. Right. So you're, uh, <laughs> the reason you wanted to be in yesterday was to talk about, about what? To discuss what I do. What do you do? I'm a professional vampirologist. What does that mean? It's a branch of parapsychology. Mm-hmm. I study vampires, ghouls, and werewolves. Have you ever met a vampire? Yes, I have. On how many occasions? On at least three different occasions. Now, this is a real person who is, uh, is dead? Let us put it this way. What I believe was a vampire. It is just like ufology or UFOs or ghosts. We really can't prove whether they exist or do not exist. Right. Hey, Sir Robert, can I hear your real voice just once? What you're hearing, sir, is my real voice. No, it's not possible. What what country are you from? What country? I'm from the British Isles. Which one? <laughs> Good one, Jimmy. We talked to a lot of people on the phone yesterday who said they went to high school with you, like in Torrance. That is correct. I was born in the United States, in California, Los and, Angeles. And did you talk like this when you were going oh, to school? Oh, no, but my parents were from over there. They talked like this. Right. Then after high school, I left here to live in the British Isles. Mm-hmm. I studied acting. How do you make your living, Sir Albert? I make my living primarily as an actor, but on the side, I do charge $1,000 for vampire investigation. Really? How much would you charge for us to take the wig off you? Pardon me? Come on, at least least admit it's a wig. (laughs) It is not. That's your real hair? That's the worst? No, 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 it's it's obviously not his real hair. Okay, is it spray-painted cotton candy? Not at all. No? (laughs) Is it some sort of a hair uh, implant? Let me put it to you this way. Yeah. My ancestor in 1706 was accused of being a vampire and executed. One of the reasons that he was accused is that he had a very strange appearance. Uh 
just like me. I see. All the males of my family have had a very strange appearance. I'd love to meet anyone else in your family. Wow, if you got a family reunion coming up, we want to go. Unfortunately, most of them are dead. But they're still alive, aren't they? No, they are not. I mean, as a vampire. The males of my family have all looked like me. <clears throat> hey, do you live here in Los Angeles now? Do I live in Los Angeles? Yeah. No, I live in the beach area. Oh, but you're here in Southern California. You don't live in uh, in England anymore. Oh, no. Oh, uh, we got a party no. with you, cowboy. Ah, uh, most people who party with me are dead. Right. Yeah. right. Right. You ever go for a Christmas tree on, like, a long trip to pick up a Christmas tree? <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas tree? Yeah. If you got a couple weeks to spare at the end of this month, we may like to talk to you. I hate this guy. Very well. Then. All I like, right. I like him. Terrific. All right, Sir Albert. Well, look, I, again, we apologize for the mistake right. about the TV show. All right. Thank All right. you, Sir Albert. Sir Albert, we'll keep in touch. Yes. All right. Bye now. Bye. You can see why we threw him out. <laughs> no kidding. If it is, it's really the worst prank ever. Yeah. It's just, uh, he's something, isn't he? There's no way we can describe how bad his hair was. No way. <laughs> so, so it was, as far as you guys know, it was a real dude? I still to this day don't know, dude. I hate that guy. I, I, I do. I hate him yeah. too. Yeah. I think we all do. But however, props to him. Well, yeah, total props to him for keeping in character and a total whack job. Yeah, he's. Uh, you know who he reminds me of, and we have to revisit this John too. Kildav? No. Oh, who? Uh, th- that's another guy. We Wait, who'd you just say, Dave? John Kildav? Uh, from Let's Paint and oh and, uh, yeah yeah we yeah, got a really interesting character yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot, uh, we've gotten your emails about the Santa Monica guy and then that's where Santa Monica comes from from his uh, Let's Paint TV show yeah so we'll we'll we'll, we'll visit that this guy reminds me of Duavid oh remember oh, Duavid, Duavid. Yes. Oh, most people will not know Duavid so yeah. so we have to play some of Duavid that's the mannequin the guy who married a mannequin <laughs> oh my god a guy who really <laughs> really he really, really like it's married a, a mannequin thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we used to have him on all the time yeah 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 so we have to pull some of Clara. his crazy audio yeah. and, and if we I think at first too thought that guy was fake and people would um, send us uh Either video or pictures. pictures of him dragging the, the mannequin around. He would right. drag the mar- mannequin around yeah. on a bus in, uh, I forget what part of town, but well, yeah. he would, yeah, Hollywood, he right? Yeah. Downtown, yeah. Hollywood, downtown yeah. and, and yeah, I think it was mainly downtown because Maybe. he was a homeless dude. Okay, yeah. 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 So he was like seriously just after. Yeah, he had a wagon. He would put uh, And he, he would moved put his... to New York for a bit he and did. then came back. Then and moved to Seattle. Yeah, it was a whole thing. We got to find some of that audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what this guy reminds me of. Just a, We have the video piece where Mike... You know, Mike married him, <gasps> Mike remember? That's right. Yeah, Psycho Mike That's pretty was, good. The, was the priest or whatever. Up. We got to dig that up. That's funny. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, so that, that's our Halloween special that's right there. Crazy. For, I know what? Weird. Our Halloween special for? Uh, the Boo Team? The Boo, Boo Team! <laughs> yeah, that was Sir Albert right there. I hate him. I don't like him either. <laughs> and it really, it, all these years later, I still don't know what, what the guy's deal oh, was. Oh, we, we got to look him up. Sir Albert? Yeah. Wait. Let's see. What? What is, what is it? Yeah. What? Sir Albert. I don't remember his last name. We Sir just called Albert, him Sir Albert. Sir Albert Vampirologist. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sir Albert Hotel there. comes up. No. 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 Oh man. <laughs> Sir Albert. Maybe use Amsterdam. the Google, not the Yahoo. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm standing by Yahoo, dickhead. No, Yahoo sucks. <laughs> Yahoo sucks. <laughs> Okay, there's no info on Sir Albert. Uh, I just All think right. it's better left as a mystery. But you know what? I will hey, say, Sir Albert, if you're though, listening, give us a call. Let us so, know. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, entertaining. 
I would have listened to that. That's very. I was I was entertained by that because it was so unpredictable and kind of like, oh man, what I'm are what, Kevin and Bean getting duped or not? And yeah, no. What interests me was the fact that Kevin and Bean actually called and apologized oh. because normally they just blow it off now and just be like, yeah, he was fake. And well, it's not only do they want to apologize, but like they were still obsessed with getting to the bottom of it. I would yeah. be obsessed with that guy because too, man. we we kick him out, he leaves, and we, and they thought we still have no resolution. Yeah. Like, well, they didn't kick him out. He left, but... Uh, but did like, he really leave? Like, he really just bolted. packed up and left. Packed up. Well, he didn't bolt. He just slowly packed up his stuff and waltzed out. You know, we also have to dig up the tape where uh, Kevin kicked out that Scientologist guy. Yeah. yeah. I got to dig that up, too. Man. I don't know that that was funny, though. That was that more was... like just Kevin being mad. It wasn't like when he kicked no, out Screech no, from Saved by the Bell. No, that yeah, was funny. You're right. I, I don't, And I've never heard that audio. I don't, I'm not oh, really? sure if that audio exists. And we got to do Mike Torsha. And Mike Torsha. <laughs> Mike Torsha. We got to do a whole chunk of just, you know, oh, the, the worst, the, the studio, worst guest. In studio guest. That would be worst great. Well, guest. Mike yeah. Torsha was what, a bodybuilder? He was, was he? the bo- uh, yeah, bodybuilder to the stars. Yeah, like he that. came to L.A. with a bag full of dreams, dreams if yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? And he just yeah. never gave us the he, details? He what, was he, just he, a... No, he was like a pompous douche. And then yeah. the guys were, the like, guys pretty much shut him down and they called left. him they, they called him on his on his bs, BS and stuff yeah and uh he, he on the air i remember torsha torsha saying i thought you guys were gonna be cool man <laughs> <laughs> but all right all right that was good stuff man that was good right, stuff all right well happy, happy halloween, halloween. Everyone. Yep. yep yeah and uh keep those it. emails coming <laughs> dave, and uh, dave how to <laughs> i have a problem there different tot tot uh, it's uh, lightning in krock.com, DJ Sanchez at krock.com, Omar at krock.com. Call the Afro Line 323-520-AFRO. And uh, we'll see you next time, I guess. Send us a tweet. <laughs> the B Team. Yeah! The B Team. The B Team. Oh, ah. that's right. The B Team. Baby! I have a secret tag, uh, Dave, but you're going to have to give a little behind the scenes. Or did you, were you with the one now? Uh, GT? with GT? I, I'm all GT. Oh, so you would interact yes. with GT the guy. interacts with everybody. Really? Yeah. yeah. GT so, from so, Glendale. From Glendale. Super Armenian. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, so I remember, okay, we played a song one year, and then we was like, oh, okay, you know, it's a funny, <laughs> that just ends always, it just ends gets, cold, it just dies. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't know. We got to fix our production <laughs> pieces. It doesn't matter. So tell me, so we, 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 we played it once. And we so thought, here's what oh, happened. Was funny, we used to do submission contests where we, we, were super looking, annoying. we were looking for submissions for Halloween song to win tickets to something. I don't know, okay. one of our Halloween balls or something yeah. like that. And he was a submission. And we ended up, uh, you know what, for the first year we didn't play it. And then okay. he resubmitted the same song again. And I think it was the second year that I finally gave it to Kevin and Bean and they played mm-hmm. it. And uh, aired just a piece of it. But that... That, like, to him was the greatest thing that had ever happened in his life, that he got, yeah. like, 15 seconds of a song, and then he went into the studio and created a whole other album based off that, and, like, I don't know, it spun out of control. And he still, to this day, calls us, yo, oh, it's GT, bro, it's GT. Play my song. That's it, yep. It's way worse than I remember. It's horrible. <laughs> you guys tell me when you guys had enough. It's Halloween time, right? It is Halloween time. Not the bad Where's your ball? I'll fill up your soul It's the dead night So wake up my dynamite
If you want her to get down on your candy, I don't, I don't know. Because it rhymes a witch. Serious question. Uh-huh. Is this you? <laughs> <laughs>